0805-418-4157. Brought to you by PAHO, the OECS Commission, and UNICEF. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining. I hope you're having a good morning so far. It is June 17th. It is a Wednesday, although it feels like, you know, this week is going by so slowly. But thank you anyway for joining us on Facebook, of course. Facebook Live viewers, I know you guys are there. On Channel 124 on Flow. Of course, on Instagram and on Hit FM, 92.1 in the north and 91.1 in the south. And thank you, everyone for watching, especially the people at St. Jude's. I know you guys are locked in. Um, and also at the Beaufort Fire Station as well. Thank you. So, again, let's go into it. There never seems to be much time to, you know, start with a preamble because we have to get really right into it. And just from yesterday, I was really concerned with what the acting police commissioner was saying during that NCN interview. I'm sure that you guys have heard it, but I'll try to, we'll try to dissect it together again because it, more than anything else, it is confusing. And I know that Mr. Daisy, we have spoken, we've had our interviews, um, but for now, I really want us to look at what the police, the relationship now that the police and the general public are having and of course, the doubt that is placed in many people's minds considering what has come out. And because of the um, video footage that I got on Sunday with you know, a, my station mate being arrested or the ACP Shalry having some exchange with a lawyer, Richard Frederick, um, Joe knows and everything else. And I decided not to turn my camera off and for viewers to see exactly what is happening. And I think if that were absent, if, I, if we didn't have that footage, the storylines, the narrative would be very, very different. But for, throughout this week, we've seen people from the highest levels of um, our police force, from the commissioner, acting commissioner, to the national security um, minister speaking there last night. And later on, we'll delve into that. Because one thing has come out to me, and I feel like a lot of people, maybe they're not serving um, the prime minister's whims, but they definitely look like they're protecting the Prime Minister, but we'll get into that. But first, I would just like to speak to my people and make it a little bit personal to my relatives for now, because they've been very concerned about my well-being. Uh, my grandmother called last night to say, Oh, Jewish man, whatever we? Whatever, whatever. She wants me to not do this show. She thinks it's going to get really dirty, and she's right. It's political season. I am speaking critically of government and the supporters of the SLP will, of course, they will have their own things to say, but to be honest, I, it took some getting used to being here and saying these things because normally I'm a reporter, I go get the facts, I write a story, I bring it to you and I read it, but now having an opinion sitting in this chair, I, again, I've said this before, but right now, um, I got one call from a media colleague who said, uh, Trish, I know they They've, I'm hearing that they're going to um, target you next and you're going to be arrested for the videos that you took and they're saying that it was unlawful. Um, so, you know, you're getting a lot of calls of people saying to be safe, which I, which I appreciate. But now that you're doing this and you're a young person in media, especially in these very trying times, of course you have to be concerned. And, but you should never, and I don't think I should, stop the show, end the show, or you know, go do something way more safe. My mother says, "Why didn't you want to be a teacher?" I said, "That came to, that comes with its own problems too." Um, but that in in that vein, though, I was really inspired by Ignatius Je and him speaking at the Black Lives Matter movement last week on Friday. Not for exactly what he said, but how he said it and his conviction for doing and saying what he thinks is right. And right now, we need that more than ever. Everybody has to delve into themselves and figure out what is right and wrong to your soul. Because in the end, uh, and I don't want to preach right now, but 
in the end, when it's just you alone, in your own thoughts, you need to be very comfortable with yourself. I know that I haven't sold my soul. I know I haven't done any bourbon, so I am free. And that is a liberating feeling to come here and speak and speak truth and speak truth to power. So for all of us, I think we should listen to Ignatius' uh, speech. He, we had a report on it yesterday, but I wanted to get the entire excerpt from it. So take a listen. Have it. We are going to stand up for what is right and what is just. No, I'm speaking about the trick of using the Bible to subjugate black people. And they have used it before. And many of us fall prey to the use of the Bible to trick us into subjugation and to be submissive. We cannot be submissive to their trickery. We are going to stand up and fight because in the very scripture, the sacred book, it tells you that you have to stand up and fight for what is right and what is just. It is about one love for all the races in the world. The Jews, have, some people are asking, why now? Why now? The Jewish nation has never forgotten the, the genocide that just happened about 60 years ago. We have endured this for over 400 years in slavery. And now 200 late, years later after slavery, our people still continue to, to be subjected to the worst forms of treatment around the world. And we in St. Lucia must make a statement. That is why it matters every day. We must show solidarity with our brothers and sisters everywhere around the world that we need equal rights and justice, irrespective of the color of your skin, your race, your creed, your religion. And this is why we are here in the Constitution Park today. Black Lives Matter. Take your knees off our necks and let us breathe. And we say that in a black country that you cannot use. And we have to condemn a statement that was made that colonialism had a conscience. This is unconscionable. You cannot make a statement like this in a country with people who have gone through that sort of subjugation and all the atrocities that went with colonialism. And anyone who do not understand their history are doomed to keep us where we are. And we have to educate our young people and we have to let them know the truth. There are lots of truths and we have to do that. And this is the statement that we have to make here. That no prime minister, no minister of government cannot come and wash this up and tell us that colonialism was a good thing and it had a conscience. It was the most atrocious period in the lives of people. Colonialism, the, the Europeans went to Africa and they used the same scripture to take us and subjugate us into slavery. And today you tell us this thing, it was, to quote Amos Césaire, it was the thingification. Colonialism equals thingification. We were made to become things that were traded. How could that have been a conscience? This is disrespectful blatant and functional disrespect for the people of our land. So we got to stand up and say no to this and we demand an apology for the man who made that statement. Thank you very much. comment, a most recent one, which we're going to delve into when Mr. Daisy had this interview with um, Lisa Joseph, who, by the way, I think is an excellent journalist, and I think even being an NCN, and we know that it's a governmental, you know, service, so many people can be a bit soft with the ministers, but she, I find, she doesn't. She could 
decide on which questions to ask when the media members send to her. But she, she, I think, in my opinion, she is doing a great job, um, considering that she is very constrained by what she can ask. I think she's doing a great job. So uh, thanks again, Lisa, and I commend you on that. So the first clip we're going to listen to, because there are several that I thought that Mr. Daisy should have done more homework and he should have come with more sincerity if you're going to speak to the Indian public on what happened on Sunday. You had Monday off. You could have done the homework and come to us with more than, um, you know, giving 20 masks to the, to the Prime Minister and other such things. And we'll get into that. But first, let's listen to the Black Lives Matter movement. And it's important because if we're going to look at the Sunday march being the Sunday drive or whatever you want to call it or whatever sophistry they want to put to it, it happened. Yes, it was is political and but then you have to ask yourself what is political there are elections are ongoing the black lives matter movement is a political issue as well everything is political education everything you could think of on this island is political and maybe if you're talking electoral um, political stuff then that's different as well but on friday that went on and even now when i spoke to Ms. yesterday and i spoke to ras Ipa as well uh yesterday they saying that they're hearing they're going to be arrested because it was an illegal activity but you know nothing has happened so far and mr daisy had this to say are there plans to execute any arrests in relation to Friday's illegal Black Lives Matter rally? If there are no plans, what's the justification for that? Okay, um, again, that was an event that uh, persons applied for permission. Again, Commissioner was unable to give um, the requisite permission to hold it. It was communicated to them in writing. In as much as um, the law requires you to um, to apply in advance and um, the time the time which the law required it was not within that time. I still took the opportunity to write to um, persons informing them that it was not approved and give the reason. Uh, the law required of the commissioner to give the reason. And that the reason at the time was because of the COVID, the um, emergency order act that is that is in effect, and that was given to them. However, persons chose to go ahead with it, so without permission. Now, by doing this, persons have committed an offence. It is it is straightforward. However, um, as I say again, there um, there was a commander on the ground. Who, f who saw the need to deal with it in, um, in the way that he dealt with it and um, communicated um, to reported to the commissioner after. Um, I know in a clip I um, saw he said that we would um, explore every avenue which may be to arrest. Okay, but um, it remains that um, and the commissioner has taken a decision with that officer indicate that okay i am satisfied with the way that he handled the situation and i call, and i call it the end of it okay so i am not going to ask anybody to arrest any any individual however i need persons to know that they committed an offense by do, by not complying okay so that was mr daisy there what has happened over the week is just showing that different things are given different treatments. Different people are given different treatments. And of course, I would never want to see my beloved Alison Jill arrested, ever. And if they do, there will be such an international backlash that the police and this administration has never seen before. Because if you're going to arrest the Jill family, and they know this, so, you know, when you know that there's a, a, a global backer for somebody, I guess they cannot touch them. So nothing is happening with that. Not that I would ever want that to happen. But what we're doing is just looking how different people in different circumstances, even though they're practically the same, are being treated. And also, I thought it interesting, too, that on June 6th, the same day um, that we saw the Prime Minister and... Uh, Mr. Sean Edward and Denry and that was going on and that carnival was going on there. There was also in Viewport a political rally which um, there were a couple dozen vehicles there going around um, Viewport 
it was a political rally. It was led, and I hope he doesn't mind me saying this, but led by uh, Mr. Winston Movement and others. And he called on this show on other shows um, before that announcing and describing that it was going to be a political rally, it was going to be a motorcade and wanted everybody to be to, to be involved. So um, when I spoke with him he did not say that if he was an he did not say that he asked for permission. It happened anyway. And what I did see I was there to be footage as well. Um, I did see one police uh, vehicle just following them but nobody was stopped. It wasn't stopped, there were no road checks, there were no road blocks and that was just earlier this month. And I do have some clippings of some people speaking um, at that rally and I wanted to show it to you because now that everything is ongoing, you need to not forget some of the things that happened in the recent past. There was a political rally, an SLP one, and no one was arrested. It, wasn't, it didn't seem to be a huge issue. And if you can just take a look at that. What you Just there, make us see too much misery. It's time for him to come out from there. Give us a chance in our life. That's all I have to say to show. So the for, the, for the four years, what you see, you see anything? nothing good. Is misery. And we don't want him there again. Just give us a chance. Give Labour a chance to come back in power. That's my take on it. Okay. That's me. We see too much misery already, Trish. No, I want to say misery, but no chance for Labour to be in power to buy workout. So power, yes, that's me. Nothing, Michael. Imagine on, on, on NBC News. I, I think that was. Thursday or Friday, a lady says she sit on on her balcony in Sufre. Shaste was delivering groceries. Et madame a sit on the balcony. If a jamais madame sit là bas, as if I got any preference, so il a pris son cabane ou chose. Quitter le bavier pour aider nous à payer. That's my take on it. I tell you, no one say Mister Trish. Give Kenny and them a chance. No, I was saying, it's for true. Well, now, yeah. South Bafana <laughs> 
Et puis, je me suis dit, je vais m'amener à la crise de la crise de la crise de la crise de la la crise de 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 de la crise 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 de ça c'est pas là pour maler, ça c'est là pour tuer maler. Bon, moi je voulais le gouvernement ça sortir pour qu'il n'y ait pas de travail. Puis quand on va maintenant là, quand on va dans l'état là, maintenant il y a des gens qui sont là, quand on va se Ou ça vient garder, ou ça vient rester dans le monde du bar. Là, là, on va se prendre la pointe, on va mettre mon pari de l'eau. Balcon, il y a un soupe, il y a un soupe, il y a un soupe. Ma maman pas ni ma oui, il pas ni rien. C'est moi, on est ma maman qui est dans la caille. De là, nous pas ni rien. De là, nous n'avons pas de bail pour manger. Pour manger, il y a un soupe. Il y a un travail, il y a un soupe pour manger. C'est nous, on est dans la caille. Mais, Chasme, il y a un soupe qui a été pris pour les taxes sur les bagages. Je ne parle pas de ça. Taxes là, pour ça, il y a des taxes sur les bagages. Ou register, si vous voulez. Vous Well, what have you considered success to be? The, the venture was, was planned and it was implemented. The, the journey of a hundred miles begins with the first step. And I'm sure this is pretty much the very first step in many activities. And people have considered this and labeled it, um, you know, Operation Take Chasne out or something of the something of the sort. Um, and also saying that this is the beginning of the revolution and the uprising that Mary Isaac said wouldn't happen because it died with George Orland. Do you agree? Well, I, I do not agree with anything Mary Isaac says. <laughs> um, and one would hope that. This is the beginning of, of a revolution. We need to save St. Lucia. And we need to save St. Lucia pretty soon. Okay. Four years on, um, people would say that you know your bias is clear. Do you not see anything that the government, the, the current government, incumbent government have, has done right at all? Well, it would be unfair to say I've not seen anything that they've done. What they've really done is to deceive us, you know, and, and plundered our, our country. And now we are broke. Thank you very much. What's your name and position, please, sir? My name is Winston Lubin. <laughs> Before fought activist. We've um, spent, and I was there with you guys in the motorcade, um, about an hour going around Vifort. Do you consider this a success? Has it met the, the, you know, the objectives that you had in mind? Krisha, this is the igniter. As you would have noticed, when we went through town, the amount of support that we had, and the number of people who came out, raising the red flags and chanting shots, they must go. It tells us that at least we have met our objectives and we are going to make sure that we are going to solidify ourselves in this community. Hello, And we are going to continue this protest to making Shasta understand that we are very serious and we cannot take it anymore. And something definitely will and is going to happen. But see, some people are saying, you know, having 13, 14 vehicles out on the road, maybe that's not what they were expected. Was it, you know, underwhelming? But you must have heard that this is the igniter. On in the on the last Saturday of this month, you will see. That was just the igniter because a torch can ignite a murderous blaze and don't leave a trace.
to prevent the spread of coronavirus. Step 1. Wash your hands frequently. Ensure that you wash them correctly. Open the pipe and wet your hands. Close the tap to conserve water. Apply soap. Rub your two hands together to make a lather. Do a web-like motion in between the fingers. Then rub at the back of the hands, then in between the fingers. Do this for both hands. Ensure you wash above your wrist. Wash each thumb. Clasp hands together and move in an upward and downward motion. Place fingers in the center of the palm of your hands and move it in a circular motion. Focusing on getting the soap and water under the nails. Do this for both hands. Open the tap. Rinse hands then close tap with a tissue. Dry your hands with another tissue. This same tissue can be used to open the door. Wash your hands like this every time for at least 20 seconds. Sing the happy birthday song twice. Step 2. Rub your hands carefully with an alcohol-based hand sanitizer containing 60% alcohol or more. And allow it to dry before touching surfaces. Sanitizing your hands should take around 20 seconds. This can be done in the absence of soap and water. Step 3. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Be cautious of where your hands are at all times. Step 4. Protect others by coughing and sneezing into a tissue. Remember to dispose into a bin and if you don't have access to a bin, throw into a plastic bag and tie it. Then wash or sanitize your hands after. If you don't have a tissue, cough into your inner elbow. Step 5. Stay home if you have a mild fever and occasional cough. If you have a dry cough, high fever and difficulty breathing, call your healthcare provider first before leaving home. Step 6. Distance yourself from others. Avoid handshakes, hugs and fist bumps. Step 7. Daily disinfect high-touch areas like countertops, doorknobs, seat handles, cell phones and keys. You can disinfect with rubbing alcohol or a bleach solution. This bleach solution is made by placing 6 teaspoons of bleach in a 1.5 liter water bottle. You may also use disinfectants with active ingredients such as hydrogen peroxide, ammonium or isopropanol. Step 8. Be mindful to change shoes and clothes upon entering your home. Wash your hands with soap and water. For further information, contact the Bureau of Health Education at telephone number 468-5349 or 468-5342. Si ka registre vermin corona et ka fait mouvement et kan chai vitesse tan chaque 
Canef, Kakouye pour vigilance publique là. Fait Wolou. Parler en place publique. Kobolame. Base. Tiboutique. Changer. Distance sociale. Six pieds. Rodion à l'autre. Vaitan. Si vous sentez qu'on pas cordial, quarantine qu'on, pas contact et puis l'autre, en cas où tu es exposé. C'est un écouillé, free one one, ou bien n'importe clinique qui est au Les pays à 10 000 ça veut dire les supermarchés, pharmacies et puis ATM, yo accessible avant cette tête Pays à clé en plein, ça veut dire tout bagay fermé à 24 heures. C'est vie protocole comme sorti par bureau indication santé. Nous tout ensemble, ça sauve vers mine corona. Si nous tout servi jidla à toutes les. You're watching UTV TV for you. We are the Helen of the West, a place where people work and play with a special rhythm. But we are experiencing a public health crisis never seen before. And it has left many of us isolated, anxious and afraid. And even though we are missing our families, our teammates and our friends, keeping our distance ensures our safety. Wise protecting our loved ones. And by extension, our solution. Let us embrace the silver lining for what it is. A moment to reflect and chart a brighter tomorrow. We are 758, 759, and everything in between. And it is because of our resilience we shall persevere. We are all St. Lucia. We never give up. Let's do this together, apart. conferences um, because of a report that I that I did where I said you know the there seems to be a miscommunication among the high-ranking police officials and there were after that there was meetings with um, my boss at the time the owner of the company my uh, you know my news editor as well 
I've also and I've also been on the wrong end of it too. I have I have done things so that it's not good. Where I remember I there was the impacts report and there was a meeting where the Jamaicans came and they were at a hotel and I really wanted an interview. So I took a mop and a bucket and I pretended to be a janitor and I went in the in the room trying to see if I could hear anything. And in the beginning, when I was when I just came in, I was hungry, hungry for the stories, and I didn't really care about ethics. So you know, the, this is some of the things that you get with media and police, and I understand that. But right now, I've never seen it in such a way where, <clears throat> even from the very top of the minister going down from the acting commissioner to the ACP to an arresting officer, we have seen that. There seems to be an operation where you could just do it with impunity. Nobody should ask any questions. And if we did not have the videos of the arrests, of the discussions, of just how these things were about them, we would not have a true understanding of sometimes how unjust some of these things are. And I wanted to, first of all, let's look at it in descending order. Let's look at the minister and how he speaks about you know, an arrest, and we'll look at it a bit later on, but he, he also spoke about the state of emergency, where he said it was the chief medical officer's decision to have it run for four months, and he said that in an interview on NBC last night, where he said the state of emergency had to go on for four months because it was the CMO's decision. So again, not putting any uh, thing there on the Prime Minister. So I seem to see the Prime Minister being protected by the police. That's what I'm seeing. At least some members of the police. And when I was there on Sunday, when there was the drive there, some police officers who were on the ground were saying, my girl, you feel this what we want to do that? We just have to do that because I, I don't agree with what people are doing there either. They were saying that to me. Um, and a few police officers have come to me and saying that they agreed with the rally, but they have to go ahead and do what they, you know, they're being directed to do, and that's okay. But let's first of all start with the minister saying that. Do you, sir, did you or anybody, to your knowledge, in, in government, give any instructions to the police commissioner, <laughs> the police, or anybody in the high command to target Mr. Christopher Hunt or any other individual that may have um, um, allegedly broken this law? That, that would never happen. I would never do something like that, and the Prime Minister would never do something like that. Um, he would consult me and ask me what's happening and so on. But that never happened and it will never happen. That was Roman Gilder. So we'll just hold that there. We'll come back to that. But what we also heard, especially when I took a real issue with Milton Daisy's interview, I thought it came out making the police and all police. And that's, that's a bad thing because these people are the face of our police department, our police officials, and that's, that's what they're saying. So when Milton Daisy had that interview yesterday, not giving us any information and the information he did give us just shed a really bad light on everything going on including what happened in Denry and he was asked what happened when the Prime Minister and his affiliates went on a party campaign in Denry wearing their yellow shirts and not adhering to COVID-19 protocols as well and if you are anything like me you were not just surprised you were aghast at how you know, people are asking you. You know, you're coming to that interview. You had a day to you had a day to think of everything you were going to say, and then you say you gave away masks to the prime minister and his 17, you know, people, 17 other people in cabinet. But take a listen. Police will be taking any action against Prime Minister Alan Chastney and members of Parliament who were seen on video breaching several social distancing protocols in communities such as Olion, Choiseul. Sufre and ancillary last weekend. Okay, I must say that action has been taken. And um, one of the, and as I said before, every situation determines um, the situation on the ground, it um, would determine how persons attend, um, attend to it. Um, from what I saw, and it was not, um, it was on the, the day after from videos of um, he being at certain places, what I saw was um, persons with even carrying red around him, trying to, I don't know if they were scolding him, chastising him. So these are persons I don't think that the um, Prime Minister planned to have a motorcade with persons in red. 
I don't, I don't think that. However, what I saw and what I picked out was that he was not wearing a mask at the time. I picked that out. So uh, communication was, um, we communicated. And uh, it, from information that I received, I have sent the face shields. We were here, um, thing. I sent yes. 20. There were f um, 17 members of parliament. I sent 20 to, um, free extras so that each member, because um, there's a understanding that certain persons cannot wear the mask, and I'm not putting it in terms of the prime minister. The general, in the general public, somebody will tell you that if I, I feel stifled, I faint when I have the mask. So we send something that is softer. So it is that face shield. So if um, persons are in public, that they would, they would um, wear the face shield would, would be a substitute for the for the mask. So that is um, action, action taken. And as I said, every situation <coughs> is different. So, to your estimation, did the prime minister at all hold mass events? To your estimation, no. Actually, um, f again, from what I understood, the, there was no mass crowd event being held by the prime minister there was not a planned event i got i got um being in charge of security i got to know that the day after so um it's not like he wanted or he seek permission there uh, there was no from all indication there was no intention of holding any mass crowd event by the um by the prime minister with all due respect, Mr. Daisy, I know that the police is supposed to protect and serve us, the citizens, but it seems that you're protecting the Prime Minister, and I say that with knowing what, what I saw on Sunday myself and hearing what you're saying now, because it still baffles me how we could say that the Prime Minister did nothing wrong and it wasn't planned and it was red shirts. What does that have to do with anything? The Prime Minister was campaigning, going in different areas with, with his, his own vehicles, his own motorcade, his own people behind him driving around with, with political influence going around, trying, canvassing in fact, and talking to people and doing that sort of thing. And yes, there were yellow shirts, but everyone was there. It was people and it was a mass event. Maybe I, <laughs> maybe I'm not understanding something, but I really wish that there was more than, than you said than just giving away face mask. And if you talk about people being stifled by a mask, if you heard that, then you must have heard people also saying that they feel stifled by this administration, that they don't feel that they could speak, they don't feel that they could breathe. And some people did say that during the march. And if they wanted to, and I cannot understand how a protest has to be, you have to ask for permission from police who might not give it to you and most likely won't give any permission at the right now there. So... It was an organic, really an organic thing coming out and people speaking. But again, it seems that the law and the interpretation of it, the how you go about using it and directing it to different people, it is clear that the Prime Minister is not being dealt with like everyone else. And we do have, uh, we have next Mr. ACP Shalry. Because I want us to just see how everything is unfolding with the different people in the police right now. So let's go to ACP Shari on Sunday when he was trying to explain why the march shouldn't be done and stuff like that. Let's go to that. saying that what it is that we are doing right is it has to be taken in isolation i've never said that okay so you've not said that but 
when we are showing you a precedent set by the Prime Minister, you are saying you cannot confirm it. And here I you won't even look at the video. Hold on, I have not said I'm not looking at it. I have not said I have not seen it. I'm telling you I have not confirmed this credibility now. Not, it's not only one video, there are at least five TV stations. Allow me, allow me. In terms of your knowledge of, of current affairs. Could you affairs. please not, not um, interrupt me, Mr. Regis? President, I mean, a lot of what you're discussing, this is not a forum point. We are here to try to enforce the law. And Mr. Shalri there again did not want to hear anything about any video of the Prime Minister going to different places because that was the that was some of what the people were saying that if this is a problem then why wasn't it a problem last week? And what he said was that he couldn't confirm that it was a mass event. He was saying that he did see some of the videos but not all. I do know that it's a viral video and everybody saw it, but the Top Cop is saying that he didn't see it and he hasn't confirmed it and that it's too soon and we shouldn't look at to what the Prime Minister did the week before. But just for us to remind ourselves, I have a clip, we do have that uh, video of the Prime Minister going around. That's just one out of several and several that many other people, other media houses put on as well um, of the Prime Minister going about making rounds in different <laughs> Others too that also went viral, like this one, if you can put it up on screen, where the Prime Minister um, again canvassing and being seen in restaurants and clearly again not adhering to COVID-19 protocols with groups of more than 10 in restaurants that are supposed to be closed in this state of emergency there, but that's ongoing, no masks, no social distancing protocols, nothing, 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 nothing being adhered to. Um, and then the police, again, seeming to cast a blind eye to it. And then more than just a blind eye with Mr. Daisy saying that he given the mask to help the Prime Minister break his own law. And then finally, with um, just with what happened last week, also a clip of Mr. Hunt there being arrested and the police too not giving any information and not seeming to me clueless and maybe it's not his fault maybe because these are commands being given from high authorities so he's just doing what he's told i know you you, you recorded yeah but i'm just asking yeah, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. what differentiates me from anybody else i am okay. wearing a shirt i'm driving a car i am following multiple vehicles so then my question is how does the charge arrive how does how will mm -hmm. I differentiate it from anybody else? Mm -hmm. All right, um, that's a question. 
No, but I'm asking. Okay. If, no, I'm, I'm. But I'm asking. You are saying that the reason that you are going to bring me to custody suites now is because um, I am. I am leading something. I'm in the middle of a number of cars. There are at least 60 to 100 cars in front of me by my count, right? I am not, I am not on a PA system. I have not, I have shown at another stop my insurance. I have, I have not, um, what you call it, I've not broken any laws. So since I have not broken any laws, why would I be brought to custody suites? That's the reason to being down, Okay. How? What is the reason? That's okay. It, yeah. Did, uh, okay. So then, here's my question: You stop me in a vehicle. If I'm the leader of an unlawful march, how come I'm the leader of an unlawful march, but I'm not marching? Unlawful protest. An unlawful protest? Yes. Yeah, sure. So I'm the leader of an unlawful protest. Mm -hmm. How am I protesting? Did, so can you, can did you, can you, can no, I'm asking, I'm asking, I'm not, I'm complying. Yeah, yeah. I'm asking, mm -hmm. how am I the leader of an unlawful protest? Mm -hmm. If you saw me in the vehicle, and until you realize I was sitting in the back seat of the vehicle, mm -hmm. drinking water, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how did you know, how did, why, what was I doing that was even demonstrable to you? Mm -hmm. uh, so coming, no, I'm, I'm going to come with yeah, you, I'm just come, asking yes. you. I mean, those are the questions you ask me. You want to ask me those questions to record me? Yes, of course, because at yeah. the end of the day, okay, so I'm, losing, like I'm losing my freedom. All you keep okay. saying is, mm -hmm. yeah. but I, when, when the person who was driving my vehicle was thinking you were about to let him go, I was sitting in the back of the vehicle and you were telling me now that you are holding me. Yes, sir. Um, well, okay. Here now we have a uh, Christopher. Here now we have Christopher. I say I'm here now, I'm, I'm here with Christopher Hans. Yes, that's all. Okay, all right. Please, you're Sorry about that. Yeah, sure. All right, so let's go do it. Okay? Yeah, okay. But how is that? How can that happen when you haven't answered any question? You haven't answered any question. Any question. Let me just do my question. How is that possible? So can you answer what, any, any question at all? Why is this man being detained? I'm, I'm being brought to custody and I have and for, no reason, for no answer to any question. So for me, that's the final video of this, of this segment. But it really has just shown me that the trust that the people are supposed to have for the police, especially those in you know higher authority than others, it is slow. with the NTN footage that serious questions are being answered like St. Lucians do not understand what's going on. St. Lucians have no understanding and I think it's an insult to our intelligence if that is the reasons we're given for some of the questions that we're asking out here. When we come back, we'll have the lines open at 572-7588 because I really do want to hear what everyone has to say on the issue and you know, it's Wednesday and we're still talking about it, but I do think it's something that we have to delve into, look at the different issues. And we haven't even gone into the law of it, state of emergency, whether it's even a lawful law, whether we can even have that there, whether we, we haven't even spoken about abuse of power. No, we haven't heard from the Prime Minister yet, although we have seen people defending him or uh, making reasons for him, excuses for him um, as to what happened last week. But I wish again to get any comment from the Prime Minister. I would prefer to have it directly from him, but if any of the people in the office of the Prime Minister, the communication team would have anything to say, that too would, you know, be welcome. When we come back, we will discuss a lot of these issues and anything else you want to. Thank you so much for staying with us. We'll be right back.
steps to prevent the spread of coronavirus. Step 1. Wash your hands frequently. Ensure that you wash them correctly. Open the pipe and wet your hands. Close the tap to conserve water. Apply soap. Rub your two hands together to make a lather. Do a web-like motion in between the fingers. Then rub at the back of the hands, then in between the fingers. Do this for both hands. Ensure you wash above your wrist. Wash each thumb. Clasp hands together and move in an upward and downward motion. Place fingers in the center of the palm of your hands and move it in a circular motion. Focusing on getting the soap and water under the nails. Do this for both hands. Open the tap. Rinse hands then close tap with a tissue. Dry your hands with another tissue. This same tissue can be used to open the door. Wash your hands like this every time for at least 20 seconds. Sing the happy birthday song twice. Step 2. Rub your hands carefully with an alcohol-based hand sanitizer containing 60% alcohol or more. And allow it to dry before touching surfaces. Sanitizing your hands should take around 20 seconds. This can be done in the absence of soap and water. Step 3. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Be cautious of where your hands are at all times. Step 4. Protect others by coughing and sneezing into a tissue. Remember to dispose into a bin and if you don't have access to a bin, throw into a plastic bag and tie it. Then wash or sanitize your hands after. If you don't have a tissue, cough into your inner elbow. Step 5. Stay home if you have a mild fever and occasional cough. If you have a dry cough, high fever, and difficulty breathing, call your healthcare provider first before leaving home. Step 6. Distance yourself from others. Avoid handshakes, hugs, and fist bumps. Step 7. Daily disinfect high-touch areas like countertops, doorknobs, seat handles, cell phones, and keys. You can disinfect with rubbing alcohol or a bleach solution. This bleach solution is made by placing 6 teaspoons of bleach in a 1.5 liter water bottle. You may also use disinfectants with active ingredients such as hydrogen peroxide, ammonium, or isopropanol. Step 8. Be mindful to change shoes and clothes upon entering your home. Wash your hands with soap and water. For further information, contact the Bureau of Health Education at telephone number 468-5349 or 468-5342.
to the show. Thank you so much for joining us on Hits FM 92.1 and 91.1 on channel 124 on Flow, also on Instagram and of course my Facebookers. I didn't say like my policemen. I mean, thank you for watching on Facebook. Please, please don't, don't come for me. Um, so guys, I think it's time for us to open the lines at 572-7588 or on WhatsApp at 484-7588. And of course, we could speak about anything that you would want to. Right now, I focused on my own experiences with um, different levels of the police um, and in discussing what exactly has been the headlines over this past, over this week at least. And what for me I'm seeing, like I said earlier, is just it seems that the Prime Minister is being protected. I don't know how you feel, but again, I'm looking forward to hearing your experiences on these matters. And of course, uh, knowing what will happen with so many people involved, and some people are also worried that they too might be detained, um, others are worried about that. And there just continues to be some confusion, a lot of confusion actually, on what will go on. Not just, let's not forget too that we're in the middle of a state of emergency while the borders are still open for tourists, um, and that's not looking very hopeful or fun. Um, we seem to have a call. Good morning, Paula. Good morning. Hello. Hi, good morning. Good morning, caller. Hello. Hi, hello. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Miss Lionel, yes. just calling. Um, first time calling. Welcome to the show. Thank you for calling. But been a viewer from day one. Really? Thank you. Yeah, just very quickly, two things very quickly. Um, firstly, uh, when it comes to law enforcement, on the weekend, I did view everything that went on. My father is actually an ex-police officer, retired. Um, and my father looked at me and he said to me, what he's seeing, number one, is very concerning to him. And this is a gentleman who was in service during the period of 79-82. I came just after that, just so you know, I came just after that. <laughs> very, very concerning. That's what he said to me. And I looked at him, and this is not a gentleman who speaks very often, but when he speaks, I do listen. I have to listen. And number two, when it comes to the administration, um, <laughs> apart from the flashing lights and the noise, that comes out and it's been blaring quite often these days but what's most concerning to me is the literacy level from the top coming all the way down and the clip the that you showed level. there earlier it just echoes what I have thought of personally since then anyway listen um, I just continue to pray for our island. We, we, we're still blessed. Be before you leave, Paul, however, you we leave, need why, to why was your, seriously why? look at the direction that we've been going into. Paula, before you leave, can you hear me? Hello? I can barely hear you. Yeah, I'm assuming Hello? you have some audio issues. I wanted to ask why was your father so concerned, and what do you mean by literary literacy issues in the upper echelons of the police? Yeah, I'm sorry. When it comes to him, I, I can actually hear you clearer over the television because that's what I'm watching. But anyway, um, it, just in terms of the actions of our law enforcement personnel, it, and, you know, for want of a better word, it, it, it looked out of, it, it didn't look like a democracy. And the democracy that I know that we're living in. And when it comes to the literacy level, simple example, Senator Isaac, our health minister, cannot comprehend a piece of legislation that she wants to pass. The last sitting of, of the House of Parliament two weeks ago, right. that said a lot. That said a lot to me personally also. Yeah, so th this is why I, you know, my comments, right. that's where it stands from. Thank you so much for calling. Thank you. Um, that was one caller there uh, saying that his father was a former police officer and himself were concerned of, about how the police were seen on Sunday. And, of course, it was concerning to a lot of people. It was concerning to me. I know I asked the police officer and the SSU and, you know, them, them long guns. And I was asking him, you know, is that necessary? It's an unarmed people and it's a peaceful sort of thing going on. Is that necessary? And he said to me, 
um, you're a reporter, you have your camera, I'm a, you know, what I do, I need my gun. And in a way, the man gave me his half, but you know, maybe he's right. That that's how they come out the SSU and that's the tools of the job. So they came out to do it, but it it was it was intimidating. Um, I don't like guns. I don't interfere with them. I don't like them at all. So I did not. I wasn't comfortable with it. Um, but they're saying that that's what they have to do. Um, we're coming to the end of our show. I have exceeded my time, and I know the next show host is very willing to come on the show, and you guys want to see him as well. I think we have another call though. I think we might be able to take in one more. But in all of this, again, I want to speak to a lot of people, get their experiences. And, of course, you can reach me on my number at 460-3054. That's 460-3054. We have a call. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, caller. Good afternoon, Trisha. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Okay. First of all, Trisha, let me say that um, in that interview that you showed with the um, lady from GIS and the prime and the sorry and the acting commissioner of police right let me say that listening to the acting chief he didn't sound like the acting chief of police in my opinion he sounded like a mouthpiece for the prime for the prime minister now that does not surprise me because Based on so many things I've seen of the Prime Minister, so many things I've heard him say, his actions. I mean, for instance, there was that meeting overseas where he said that the opposition had lost their right to speak when they lost the elections. Remember that? Remember, too, that he was refusing to take questions from certain sections of the press absolutely refusing to take questions from them. You know, I mean, look, Trisha, the Prime Minister, we know, the Prime Minister breaks laws with impunity. Remember the CIP? Remember the CIP Act? Right. Remember that he was refusing to answer questions in terms of, in Parliament, referencing CIP when the CIP Act says that he must come to Parliament in terms of, 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 um, in terms of um, CIP revenues, etc. Look, the Prime Minister, it seems to me, doesn't give a heck about democracy, doesn't give a heck about good governance, doesn't give a heck about, you know, obeying the laws of this, of this, of this country, because he thinks that as Prime Minister, he is immune to all of that. He doesn't have to answer to anybody, although we are the ones who are employing him. But for the acting chief of police and for certain government ministers to sound like they were mouthpieces for the prime minister that too is in my, terms my of concern. defending him rather than custodians of our interest, which is what we're paying them for. I mean, this thing is alarming. Agreed. Alarming, Trisha. Agreed, Colin. Thanks. Agreed. Thank you very much. I think that was our last call. We have come to the end of the show. Uh, always a pleasure having you guys here on Hits FM 92.1 and 91.1. And, of course, on Instagram and Facebook and Channel 124. I keep saying it. Um, thank you so much for joining us. I look forward to being with you tomorrow for us to discuss so many other issues. It has been a pleasure. Have a great afternoon.